Hey there, and thanks for joining us for The Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. I'm Ben, here with my pastor and good friend Chip. He is the lead pastor, and I'm the worship pastor at the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. This is The Weekly Grind. Hey, well, Merry Christmas, Chip. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, you know, this is the week. It is. We're within a week from Christmas. We're um, working on getting stuff ready for Christmas Eve services. Excited about that. Yeah. What's, I mean, what's cool is we all have our own traditions, right? Yeah. So what's what's something that you look forward to around Christmas you know, obviously time? Obviously, I, I, I love the whole with kids now. Christmas morning. Yeah. That, that's that's the favorite thing. You know, that's something that's going to grow with me, I think. Absolutely. Judas, this is his second Christmas, but really it's his, his first one that, that we're, he's going to be tearing into stuff because he was He even knows how to tear old. into stuff, right? Oh, yeah. The whole, oh, yeah. okay, you can do that. Yeah. It's fun to watch that from like 2 yeah. to 3 or 1 to yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah, so if you ask me what the, my favorite thing for Christmas is, obviously it's watching my kids open the gifts yeah. on, on Christmas morning. Yeah. You know, other things, though, I I, I love the, the uh, just the family time, mm-hmm. the games, uh, hanging out and, yeah. and, and and playing games and sitting around eating good food and, yeah. and playing games. I mean, that's just, yeah. those are the fun memories I have. Yeah. Of, of Do your kids have a hard time waiting for their gifts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I remember that. And I mean, we do the whole thing like we let them open one on Christmas Eve. Okay. Yeah. Just to kind of yep. uh, wet the appetite, um, mm-hmm. kind of maybe hold them off. Maybe it's bargaining. I, I don't know, but just the there's one. anticipation in that though. It's it's fun. Yeah, I think it is kind of fun. I, I think we're probably more excited for them to, to give them the gifts. So maybe like I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can open one because <laughs> right. I, I love doing this. Yeah. Right. It's amazing how that changes in your life. It is. It is. Yeah. Like I don't even. I don't even have a wish list this year. I don't or even care. You almost forget that there's probably presents for you. Right. I don't. Because you're just thinking never about never even your goes across and, my radar. Yeah. And if and if my parents or my in laws or anybody's asked me what I want now, it's just pretty standard. Just some kind of golf accessory, shirts. Now, are your kids golf. old enough yet to like they start to? find things for you or do they purchase anything at the school that they can yes, get for you? Yes, that is really fun. So that's probably pretty cool. That is cool. That, yeah, you're right. And like even the the conversations they'll have with you about um, what they're getting one of the others. Yeah. Or like what they're getting mom. Yeah. Right. Hey, dad, I, yeah. you know, and uh, it, it's just amazing how it flips yeah. around and the joy mm-hmm. is in the giving, not in the, in the getting. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I always look forward to. My grandma makes the best uh, uh, frosted sugar cookies. Oh yeah! And so, man, I go to town on those, and I try to actually, I set up like, okay, I don't want to eat too much sweets. Yep. I also don't want to fill up too much on dinner because yep. I want to have enough capacity to to eat as many as these as I you can. You know, that so. is amazing. Like even with Thanksgiving <laughs> and with Christmas, because for me, those meals are pretty similar, at yeah, least yeah. in our house. Yeah. Like you are making calculations you about 
it's, and that's, that's one of the things that used to be, what am I getting, you know, present wise? And now I'm going into it. Okay. We're going to have this, this, and this. So I'm going to allow this much of this food, this much of this. I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to, I'm going to stick to, to these three of my favorite things because then I can. I quit eating dinner rolls because it filled me up too much. That's what I'm talking about. I can eat dinner rolls anytime. (laughs) I don't, I don't want dinner rolls. Yeah, Thanksgiving for me, like, don't give me mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Yeah, but, but I, man, I would, turkey, uh, yeah. dressing, <laughs> yeah. and sweet Stuffing potato maybe. casserole. That's yeah. it just, yeah. those are the three things. It's amazing. Well, we should get into it. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, you know, one of the one of the, the hot gifts, big gifts kind of deal and, and kind of trends is the Instant Pot. I think I think your wife just got My one, wife right? is going to town on that. Kristen's. The eight quart. Yeah. You got to get the eight quart. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't even know what we have. But uh, it's good. She's tried many recipes, and and it works. It's it's nice. Um, we've made anything from pasta and uh, to entire like pot roast in it from frozen. It's crazy. Yeah, what it does. My wife just made chicken and dumplings last night yeah. with it. Really? Was it good? Oh yeah, it was really good. Good. And and so, you know, with that though, I mean, doesn't it's it's funny as as nice as that is and as convenient as that is. Uh, it suits our microwave culture. Sure. Um, because, you know, you no longer have to wait 12 hours for that pot roast to, uh, you know, to cook and to tenderize. Uh, you can get it in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. From out of the fridge. Or freezer. <laughs> yeah, freezer. It's crazy. To on your table. Yeah, yeah. We live in the Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. We're, we've been conditioned, Day, right? right? Everything in our lives now... With with the advent of the microwave, since then, we've continually made things more accessible, fast food, and now, yeah, two day at the most, we have to wait two days. Sometimes we get it in I, one I day. catch myself even this week ordering stuff, looking at Prime, mm-hmm. making a decision yeah. on an item based on whether yeah. it was a Prime item. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're even down to one day on some of this stuff. Well, and, and delivering on Sundays now. It's crazy. You don't have to wait. That's right. Don't have to wait anymore for that stuff. And I think for me, going through another season of teaching the Christmas story, right? Mm -hmm. And that's so familiar, and yet it is so nuanced. And if you're willing to go below the surface and to really ponder, think about, dig into the characters around the story, for me, especially this year again, one of the things that stood out was there was a lot of waiting that is involved in this story. 400 years worth. Leading up to it, mm-hmm. the characters. You know, I'm getting ready to speak about Simeon. I talked about Zechariah and Elizabeth. And, and I know these are not like out front characters. But but you, even Zechariah's waiting. I mean, that's... You can't speak for that. That had to be a long handful oh, yeah. of months. Oh yeah, you know, for him until until right. John was born. It, there was a sense that when God did the greatest thing by becoming a a, a human, mm-hmm. that it was preceded by waiting. And we say things. We've grown up with things, phrases like. The best things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our culture's pushing us 
But I tell you what, Christmas, the best thing that ever happened was in the context of a lot of waiting. It was in the waiting. And in that, we've been reminded this is a scriptural thing. Like as a follower of Jesus, as a child of God, waiting is something that God uses uh, in our lives for great purposes. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, it's just great to think about, once again, often why am I like frustrated, miserable? A lot of times it's because things aren't happening in my timetable, the expectations I've placed on it. Yeah. And maybe, quite possibly, in fact, probably, God is okay with us waiting, right? Yeah. In fact, He uses the waiting to develop us mm-hmm. all the while knowing what's in store for us. I know we've talked about yeah. this personally, even in your own life. Um, talk yeah. about your personal like. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, I had to, I had to chuckle to myself a little bit because uh, I've done the Clifton Strength Finders. We've all done it, yeah. um, and one of the one of the strengths of mine is futuristic. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm I'm constantly seeing what could be in detail. And while it's while it's fun, while it's cool uh, to dream, let me just read off what what futuristic is. Uh, the future fascinates you as as if you were uh, projecting it on a wall, you see in detail what the future could hold. And this detailed picture keeps you pulling. Uh, you forward uh, into tomorrow. But what happens is it becomes hard to wait then because you want to see the future now. Your strength actually becomes your weakness, right? It does. It does. And, it, and it, so often I've, I've seen that is, okay, I know I know where we need to go. I know yep. what we want to do. But now it's, it's bringing others along. And in that waiting, it's so, yeah. uh, it's so difficult. And, and in my personal life even... Um, you know, okay. I think uh, when I was, you know, twenty twenty one, um, you know, you start to get anxious of you know finding a spouse yep. and starting your life and uh, getting an education, and so I'm I'm trying to do all these things in my own timing and in my own uh, ability, and it, it's it's funny just to to look back, and I won't get into all the details, but when I when I began to yield that over. Uh, to God, just what he did with that. And when I was okay with waiting upon him and, and going on his pace, um, he, he, he showed me so much about myself and, and who I am in him that doors started to open. That's right. and, and when my sights were set on him, all these other peripheral things started to happen. And, um, and yeah, it wasn't the way I thought or imagined or planned, but but in that waiting, he just set all those things in the motion. Yeah, I I, I have such a kind of a similar, uh, especially with my my spouse. Like I didn't meet Nicole until my senior year of college, mm-hmm. and so in those years, sophomore, junior years, um, I was coming out of a, a relationship, and then there's and you are 
you are anxious or you're wondering or you're, and yet I look back hindsight and see that in the waiting, God was always working. And in fact, he was doing the greatest work by de- developing me mm-hmm. to be ready, right, for that relationship. That's so Nicole true. Nicole might say I needed more, <laughs> more getting ready, but uh, no, I'm teasing. No, but that's exactly when we look kind of back down the road at our life, we see that the waiting wasn't bad. In fact, God always, I love that word you use, pace. Mm-hmm. God's pace is perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I, the college I went to, one of the sayings that they would have around campus, one of their famous professors uh, had said, uh, and it was always in front of you, was God's clock keeps perfect time. You know, God's clock mm-hmm. keeps perfect timing, and uh, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we've got some, I mean, we've got some scripture. It's it's always, I love turning to the Psalms for Absolutely. things like these. Uh, just the, the the poetry of it all, um, you know, you can just rest in that. And Psalm 62 was something that I gravitated to because of just its its consistency in the waiting. But, it, um, you know, right away, Psalm 62, 1, my soul waits in silence for God only. For from him is my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold, and I will not be greatly shaken. Mm-hmm. Later on, my soul waits in silence for God only, and and it's um, just it's it's just so profound that in this fast-paced culture, it seems counterproductive to wait to be silenced because we're not moving forward, right? Yeah, but. But we are because kingdom has a way of just flipping everything. That's right on its head. The Psalms, like like you've referenced sixty two often, you know, twenty seven, twenty five, yeah. all these Psalms, and then you think about David's life, anointed king as a teenager, and spends ten years, his twenties, running from Saul, mm-hmm. and wondering. Is this ever going to happen? I've been doing the right thing all along, and I'm actually being persecuted, Mm -hmm. suffering for this. And many times he would sit down and have to remind himself, no, the Lord's promises, I need to wait. Yeah. You know, that's amazing that he he waited. Even, I mean, I even look at Joseph. And just the, how, yeah. you know, the, in the waiting of being imprisoned and falsely accused and all these things. And all along, God had something greater for him. But if, right. he, if he wasn't willing to, to wait and, and to rely on God for that deliverance, I mean, he would have wrecked himself and probably got himself killed. That's it. In his context. David's the same way. If he acts irrationally yeah. at certain times, he's done. Because, I mean, he's really in danger for his life. And looking back on my life personally, I can see that if I would have, if I chose not to, not to give myself over to God and just try to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing against that, I can, I can see very easily how, how I would have, you know, wrecked my own life and my own self. That's it. That's so good. You know, I think we've talked about like, what does, or we haven't talked yet about, but what so often happens to us, fast-paced culture, we're mm-hmm. sucked into that so often. We want instant gratification. We want instant. And so 
when we're trying to wait, what are the things that crop up that mm-hmm. we deal with, right? Because yeah. um, the enemy loves it when we don't wait on, on God. Absolutely. And so he's feeding our emotions, our mindset. Yeah. You know, he's, he's causing us to frustration. Mm-hmm. I mean, living discontent mm-hmm. because I, I, I want to be here. I need to be here. This needs to happen. So yeah. we get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. We deal with, uh, I know in my own life, anger sometimes at things not coming. Uh, I Jealousy is something for me okay. that, uh, that I've had to really get a hold on because, you know, especially in, in church and in worship culture and, and just the things that I'm a part of every day, I can see what another church is doing, what God's doing over here. Yeah. And it's really easy for me to become jealous of that. Yeah. And it, it, the last, the last handful of years, I mean, it's, I've, I've really, um, been excited about what God's doing here and not because he's doing something new here, but I'm all in yeah. here and I don't, I don't care what's, that's awesome. You know, what, yeah. what's going on there and what he's doing there, but look at what he's doing right here. And that's the right. enemy so often wants to rob us of that, of that's what's right. to, to rob us of what God's trying to do in us that's right. here. And, and even in my own, you know, personal life and family of, of a marriage and then starting a family and, in the waiting of that and going through a miscarriage and, and all this stuff, it's just really easy to become jealous of what others have. And, uh, rather than embracing the waiting of, 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 of that. So, yeah. and, and so what we did was we, we kind of came up with four things that God wants to do in us in the waiting. So you want to maybe walk us through a couple of those? Yeah. I, I think that in the waiting, faith is experienced. Are you really... Mm-hmm. A, a, a trusting, committed person to the Lord. Yeah, I mean, faith is experienced. Are yeah. you gonna? Are you going to take things into your own hands, try to fix it, or try yeah. to make it happen, or are you? Faith is a substance of things hoped for, yeah. the evidence of things yeah. not yet seen. Love it. I faith love is it. experienced in the waiting, right? So. Yeah. The just live by faith. Uh, mm-hmm. We're you know this whole dynamic. God delights mm-hmm. in His people believing, trusting, and that's what He's calling us to. Salvation through faith. I mean, I just love again back to Psalm sixty-two. My soul waits in silence for God only. In Him is my salvation. Believing in, yep. in the waiting. Um, yeah, that salvation is lived out. Perseverance is lived out in the waiting. So that, that word through the scripture about um, persevering. Mm-hmm. Even in James, he talks about that. Our culture uses that. the not quit, don't quit, right? Mm-hmm. That's a really popular thing that we, we've gravitated toward in our culture. We admire someone who, who faces adversity and doesn't quit. Sees it through. Guess what? That's been a kingdom principle all along. God wants to create... Right strong people who don't quit, who persevere. Yeah. And waiting helps to helps us to live that out, to experience that. To there, There's nothing better than having stayed with something and through it and then experienced the victory on the, yeah. on the end of it mm-hmm. and knowing I persevered, I didn't quit. Yeah. That there's nothing better, no, big, no bigger satisfaction. And when you embrace the process, uh, I've learned that coming out of some some just difficult seasons and hard seasons of whether it was depression or whatever it was, looking back now, 
um, you know, I didn't really think it at the time, but that perseverance and what God was building in me, not that I ever want that season to come back, but man, God showed me things about me that could only happen through persevering. So, um, cause you, you build that, that, those, the spiritual muscles. Well, that's what, like James says, count it all joy when you go through these trials right. because they work. And what is one of the things in that yeah, process? Building perseverance. Perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, strength is developed in the waiting. Yep. Um, again, these are maybe a little bit of overlap, but it's all in the waiting. God is actually making us better people. That's his goal. In fact, I think that's his intent often because he already knows what he has for us, how he's going to bring these things about um, mm-hmm. if we'll be willing to wait. And I think this is just such a, a kingdom principle. And if I'm a kingdom person, then part of the rhythm, the pace, the mindset of my life is I'm okay with waiting. Well, and even just thinking of in our weakness, he's made strong. And so sure. when we gather our strength from him, we are we are made strong. Yep. Yeah. And so um, then the last one, endurance is tested in the waiting. Again, just persevering, enduring in all things, uh, coming out on the other end victorious. Yep. And a lot of times we can't choose our, our, our circumstances. Sometimes we're just dealt but it's how do we respond, and that has everything to do with us. Yep. How how do we respond? Right. Um, you know, we talked earlier about um, Instapot and um, mm-hmm. how we can you know we can get a meal on the table, and it's like that. But but really, all of us would would say that the best meat, yeah, is give, prepared over time. Give me the give me the twelve hour crock pot. Every time, because as good as as good as it was, it wasn't the same. It's not. There's something more rich. It felt forged, more and, yeah. full. Uh, just think about it. Just that roast falling off. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's been it's, just it's so been tender. slow cooked. Yeah, the best stuff happens. The best food, is, you know, is in that way. And uh, we just want to remind you in this Christmas season where the story is in the context of waiting, God's doing his best work in the waiting. He's making you a better person, and he is absolutely going to bring to pass great things for you and his will. Can we be people who learn to wait, who know that blessing Mm -hmm. exists? in the waiting, right? Yep. Just be willing to wait upon the Lord. The best thing happened in the world was in the context of waiting. Christmas. Yeah. That's what God does. Merry Christmas. Have a great have a great season to pray and uh, and uh, just pray that it's a, a memorable one for you and your family. Merry Christmas.